When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Magic Mike, the last dance is over, but I'm pushing sure it's clear. We're started. My name is Grace. I'm here with my co-host, of course, Ariel. Ariel, how you doing? Oh, hey. Can you tell oh, I'm hey. dancing? Oh, I, can, I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. But you I... said you weren't going to dance anymore. You're dancing. <laughs> I said my time was done, and I'd moved on to bartending. But sometimes, mm-hmm. listen, sometimes like Al Pacino, you know, you get, you get yeah. sucked back to stuff. Sometimes you serve a client that you dance for many years uh, ago. In part one of the movie, and they have to feed you the flashback. <laughs> yeah, because how else would we know? And then, and then she tells the owner of the part, the person hosting the party, and she pays you like sixty grand to dance for you one last time. Incredible. Yeah, we're talking about Magic Mike's The Last Dance, uh, uh, a, a new movie, the the final movie, I, I presume, in the trilogy of Magic Mike movies. Mm-hmm. The first two of which I liked very yeah. much. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I I did selfishly want to start there. I thought the third, I thought the first one was good. The second one, I just saw it in theaters recently. It was one of mm-hmm. those like random Ariel finds a movie in a theater he's never seen before. Oh my god, I should Magic see that. Magic Mike X X Magic Mike X X L. I loved it. I had yeah, so good. much fun. It's such a great spectacle. It knows exactly what it is. It's bigger than the first one. It's louder. It's brighter. It's doing all these amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming off of that, I was like, okay, so we have Steven Soderbergh. Who's back yes. again. He directed the first one. So he's that's back. Steven Soderbergh. Yes, uh-huh. if you're wondering. 
uh, and he's back to do the third one. There must be an insane reason. And then like my expectations are super high because again, coming off of that second one, I'm like, that movie was a blast. This mm-hmm. movie has got to be almost as good, right? Da, 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 mm-hmm. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Grace. Yeah. Did you like this movie? No, I did not like this movie. But okay, here's the thing. I think I said this uh, right before. I I think this is probably. I don't know if it's the worst. I don't think it's the worst movie we have podcasts ever about on Post Show Recaps Theater. We've we did. I mean, we talked about Jungle Cruise, uh, mm-hmm. notoriously in our first in our first podcast. So I don't think it's the worst made film we've ever watched. It mm-hmm. just really. Like it's it's almost that like there's there's enough good in here that the like stuff that's not good is like so so obviously not good for in my and I don't I I I really I I, I don't mean to say it's not good I, what I mean to say is I didn't like it mm-hmm. uh, that's what I mean to say I never mean, mean to say like that's bad objectively it's not bad there are mm-hmm. many people who uh, as I see on Letterbox really liked it uh-huh. um, so my Letterbox it's not true that's yeah. Not true. There are there are things about this movie I really liked, but I think that they almost like make the stuff for me that doesn't work not work as as like at all for me is like the problem I sort of have with Magic Mike the last dance. I think that there's a few things. I get what he's trying to do, Steven Soderbergh. I think he's trying to come in. This is a movie that I think more so than the first two are about like actually like women and women's empowerment, which is a thing that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Magic Mike, the second one, is such a bromance comedy. And so, like, what's what's weird, though, is that like those guys are not in it. The, like, uh, Matt Bomber, Kevin Nash, Joe uh, uh, Manganiello, they're not in this movie. Uh, they are in the movie. They're just They make cameos, really the but they're not yeah. really in the movie, yeah. Yeah, and so I just felt like uh, uh, there's just some stuff that, for me, really didn't work in Magic Mike, The Last Dance, which we'll get into. There, I went to a theater that was pretty well full. It was opening night. Um, uh, lots of, like, uh, um, women in the theaters. Uh, in the theater and i think that a lot of people like enjoyed it so you know uh i you might just be wrong but uh and we'll talk through it but i, I didn't love it um what do you think ariel would you say i i i am so excited to talk about this movie um yes. but you mentioned your your crowd i'm just curious mm-hmm. before i before i answer mm-hmm. your question would you say your crowd was like a rowdy crowd? Were they into it? No, they was were silence. No, they weren't silent, but they weren't uh-huh. rowdy. They were okay. like chuckling okay. and amused is how yes. I would describe my crowd. They were not rowdy for sure. Mm-hmm. They were not rowdy and yeah. they were not silent. So I somewhere think... in the middle. Yeah, that makes sense. I went to a. We were Canadians. We were. (laughs) (laughs) We were just being Canadian. I think. Uh Well, it sounds like you're just talking about Canada. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to a theater that wasn't too crowded, but you could tell there were people. The way people were kind of like being super loud ahead of the movie, which to be clear is fine. I don't mind. You know, up until once the movie starts, you got to be quiet. But if you want to be loud during the you know the previews uh, it's it's rude but i'm not gonna get mad okay about can i t- okay well i'm gonna go on a quick tangent here for yeah. <laughs> i went i went to a movie with uh, a friend uh, uh who i met through the patreon program friend alex we went to a movie we went to to tiff bell lightbox and we were watching we were watching corsage the movie during the previews we were chatting because we hadn't we hadn't seen, we we've hung out a couple times in person but so we were just chatting and i did get shushed uh uh during the the trailers stop which Never. to 
okay, on one hand, it's like this is a movie theater that's like smaller and they don't play like these are this is not like they're not playing the trailer for like Ant-Man Quantumadium. They're not playing the trailer for like Indiana Jones. They're playing these like art house international features. So part of me is like, okay, maybe it's likely that maybe you haven't seen these trailers before and I am impacting your experience. But then also almost all the trailers were in not English. And so then I'm also like, there are subtitles. <laughs> On the, which I guess I'm assuming that this person does not speak the language in which the film uh, trailers were in. But I right. was also like, you could also read all the text. You're like, oh, screen. is my is my very quiet conversation <laughs> interrupting your reading comprehension? So anyway, I have been shushed in trailers before. So there we go. Yeah, this was not that long ago. Yeah, I do anyway. not stand. Like short of, yeah. and, and to be clear, there are levels. You know, if someone's like, yelling at the top of their lungs i mean if they're doing that honestly you probably shouldn't engage anyway honestly no well I but, i'm the most passive like i'm, I'm no for sure i think i'm I know going you to well complain enough. i'm going to complain about that and use it as story fodder for later <laughs> i'm not going to tell the person to shush i'm like can you believe this person was talking during the trailers use it for story material man yeah anyway yeah normalize yeah. using things for story material for story yeah. material and nothing else yeah. um, don't create conflict don't don't shush me if I'm talking during <laughs> during trailers. I will say that. Uh -huh. Do not shush me. I, uh -huh. you know, I think everyone will be happy to hear. For the most part, I go to movies alone, so don't shush my. I guess I can say don't shush my uh, phone screen brightness. Yeah. Uh, which, to be clear, I put my phone away once the movie starts. Uh -huh. But it's my that's my talking. Anyway, okay, we've yeah. digressed. Yeah, so sorry. we no, I, we stand tangents here as well. In addition uh -huh. to art uh, speaking for itself and revealing itself to us. Um, I was kind of surprised during the movie um, how quiet my audience was being. I mean, once I started watching the movie, I was like, oh, wow, now I totally understand why they've been quiet. But I was struck. Part of my experience was being surprised at how quiet people were being. And then other mm -hmm. times how much I was personally laughing at Salma Hayek, who I love. Best part and of the movie, was, like by far. Many times. Yeah. many times grace where i was the only person laughing in the theater mm -hmm. listeners will know i do not have the most subtle laugh what? so you know i you can just hear me cackling myself in a theater full of like dozens of people anyway so i think that was all to say that my point is i think that's a little bit of the microcosm of this movie i think i i wanted to like the movie more yeah, but I also thought it was a fascinating like pop culture relic. I think it's so interesting to your point a little bit what the movie was trying to do. Yeah, and interesting in ways that they clearly uh, failed at doing some of those things effectively, at least for my money. Um, but at the, I couldn't stop talking about this movie after we walked out of the movie because. There were things that I really enjoyed. There were things I, I am a huge fan of. So you think you can dance a show mm -hmm. on uh, here in the States uh, mm -hmm. that I think uh, aired in, in Canada as well. We did. I think we also uh, had our own Canadian version. So, yeah, it was they added an A at the end. So you think you mm -hmm. can dance A. Mm -hmm. uh, so it would be S Y T C D E because we always That's knew right. it by the uh, by the That's acronym. Right. Uh, shout out to Kat Dealey for thank you for listening, Kat Dealey. Um, I am a huge fan of So You Think You Can Dance. And I bring that up because 
there were genuinely beautiful moments in this movie of actual dancing. And I don't mean to demean the dancing. I, I take back the actual part. You know, you can say that the, <laughs> the first two movies had actual dancing, but I just mean like uh -huh. what is considered quote unquote professional uh, elitist dancing, I guess you can say, right? Like dancing uh -huh. styles. That, there was a really interesting mix of different dancing styles. And clearly, I think for my money, at least the movie was trying to like, pay homage to certain things that it hadn't gotten to do in the first two like yes, the dancing. Yes. and that stuff worked for me in spades it was wonderful i was like so happy then there were things that i was laughing at the screen when you're kind of laughing at something that you know it's not supposed to be funny but it's just so ridiculous mm -hmm. and oddly uh either pace or oddly uh, set against something else like certain mm -hmm. juxtapositions of things certain shots certain characters that we'll mm -hmm. talk about like what mm -hmm. are you doing are you in mm -hmm. this movie because yeah. it seems like you're in a different movie agreed um so i actually while i while i agree with a lot of your points i had such a blast watching this movie to be clear i do not I do not think I will be watching this movie again, mm -hmm. but I we haven't done that it, in a while. When is the next time you're yeah, watch yeah, it? Like, yeah. When's the next time you watch it? Mm -hmm. I just think it's a genuinely fascinating and confounding at times, to be clear, uh, movie because I'm just like, Steven, Steven Soderbergh, what? Mm -hmm. This is mm -hmm. incredible. So many quite one thing I can say in, in this like non-spoiler section, for example, there were so many moments where the movie felt like it was almost a documentary. And what I mean is people would be having a conversation in a room or in that big auditorium or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there was no sense of drama. There was no passion. It was very everyday. Like these people are just talking to each other in a way that at first was like, this is weird. But then like, oh, is this intentional? Like we're making a movie that's just about like regular people doing regular things. It was there was so much silence in this movie. It was it was crazy. It, I, I I am so I'm smiling and I was smiling when I walked out of the theater because I just I am so uh, like tickled, I guess is a good word for it. Of like, what? Like, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> just I have like six question marks in a row in my notes. It's mm -hmm. it's bizarre. One thing I'll say, actually, I do think that my issue with the movie is like most of what's happening in the first two thirds of the movie, like act one and act two. And again, there are things I like in Act one and act two, namely Salma Hayek, is incredible in this movie. Uh, it's the best. Uh, um, uh, Salma, somebody... I yelled at the screen one time. I just want to read my favorite review from Letterboxd, which um, I rated this movie two stars, which is pretty low for me. I don't typically rate things lower than two stars. So to get two stars, the only thing I rated two stars last year was Firestarter. Just as Ooh, a, yeah, I give that one a one a, and a half. Yeah, um, I tend to be, I tend to be like usually, and it yeah. usually it just works out this way. I tend to be yeah. like half a star below Grace, or sometimes yes, above, no. but we're always like very close. I use you as a bit of a brown, and like, but like <laughs> as like half a star or whatever to be like, oh, I definitely think I liked that less than Ariel. Whatever, and if I see that you've rated the movie first, I will like. I'll be like, oh yeah, okay, three and a half then if you rated it four or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, David, who I believe uh, uh, writes for The Atlantic and also hosts uh, Blank Check Podcast, who I follow on other blocks, says, 
clearly some of you just don't want to be bossed around by Salma Hayek, and I can't help you with that. And rated four stars, <laughs> which is just the greatest movie review I've ever heard in my life. And I actually do agree with it because that's the part of the movie I did I did like. Um, uh-huh. But then Act Three, I actually think Act Three is pretty good i actually think mm-hmm. like the end weirdly this is a movie where i am so lost for the first two-thirds of the movie mm-hmm. and then the end of the movie comes this is like a reversed m night Shyamalan, where i'm like <laughs> i'm like get to the end of the movie and i'm like oh okay like it doesn't uh-huh. make the rest of the movie better but i'm like okay all right that was fu- that was mm-hmm. fine because knock like, knock the- at the cabin who's there yeah. oh it's a stripper yeah. cabin cabin at the knock um which is, is a reverse m night Shyamalan, where uh yeah i just think it's uh the end is 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 actually like fine and, and to the point of my thing is that a lot of like the magic mike is like we got put on a show mm-hmm. and so when they actually in my opinion when they actually put on the show i'm like oh that's the best part of magic mike yeah they put on the show yeah where i feel like some of the stuff that like leading up to putting on the show like in in number two that's like all the bromance camaraderie uh stuff number one is like his you know deciding what to do with his life right like is this an actual like it's a lot about like uh like being in a in like a service in not a service industry i guess kind of but like a performing industry and like being okay with that and this is a thing that we do and i have to i'm okay with that i'm gonna be you know i'm gonna be this like like that's all in the first part and then they put on a show and two uh-huh. it's like we're a bunch of bros hanging out and then and then we're gonna put on a show <laughs> and uh-huh. then three i'm like i don't really know what's going on whatever and then they put on a show <laughs> like yeah, <it's> pretty good. <laughs> not a bad show so like honestly uh-huh. if you could just watch the last like act of this movie i think that part is very good so uh-huh. yeah yeah I like know. i said once we get to the to the dancing dancing i had a yeah. i had a great time and obviously yeah. the third act is is full of that yeah um yeah but yes well yeah. Um, so can I we recommend know. this movie? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, uh, to, I saw some points on that. Like, fine, I'll go watch the Magic Mike live show, which I think probably is pretty good. Again, you're probably better off, honestly, because yeah. because again, just based on the dancing in this one. Yeah. I had a blast and I'd be yeah. so happy to go to that show in person. Yeah. I'm sure it would be great. Yeah. Um, if you're going to see this movie, maybe wait for it for streaming. Yeah, I maybe streaming. probably wait for streaming um that's fine there's gonna be no theaters playing it because ant-man uh there's a marvel movie coming out this uh-huh. weekend, so yes, there'll be no theaters of it there'll be no theaters available for any other movie i think probably is what's gonna happen between like that and avatar is there gonna be anything else playing i don't think so well yeah i mean because um, in some yeah. in, for some places uh ant-man is kicking out avatar from a lot of those bigger screens yeah. so see here we go yeah uh, and kicking out 80 for Brady from the big screen at my theater. So, Aww. yeah. Um, all right, let's build a PSRT then. Let me give a quick rundown. Um, so we're a few years later from the last movie. Mike has quit his job as a male stripper um, and his business has gone bankrupt. Uh, and so he works part-time as a bartender uh, along with some other things. And he's at this party hosted by Max Radigan, Selma Hayek. Mm-hmm. Um, is she going by Selma Hayek uh, Pinot now? Is that, is that under- I believe I so. Sure. That, okay. It's appeared in the credits. Okay, I want to make sure I'm being respectful of the name yes. that she has. So uh, Selma Hayek Pinot. And... Um, uh, an old client recognizes him and we see the flashback and she hires. Um, so Max hires him to perform this like last dance. I think what is, how much does he offer? She, he's like, he jokes that it's like 60 grand. Right. And then it's, no, well, she offers, she offers 60 grand and he says something like, Oh, I do it for six, like six grand. Uh, because she just wants like, not just, she wants a quote unquote famous magic Mike dance. Right. Um, so they do. It's like basically there's like multiple scenes in this movie that are sex scenes where everybody has their clothes on. Um, this I is, agree. yeah, 
This is for sure one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. He performs, uh, and then they sleep together because it's so like alluring. Because and the he, dancing is that yeah, good. Yes, and he's actually like, "You're not paying me any money. Don't worry." And she's like, "Well, actually, I'm gonna hire you. Uh, you're gonna leave here. We're gonna go back to London. I'm just gonna hire you." And she won't really tell him what she's hiring him for. Mm-hmm. So they they go back to London where they go to this, it's called Radigan, which is like, her name is Max Radigan. That's her ex-husband's mm-hmm. name. He built this thing and she got it in the, in the divorce or the separation agreement. Yeah. It's like a separation. They're not, they're not actually divorced yet. Yeah. Cause there's like, that's like kind of part of the plot is that they're not. Thankfully not, yet. not a big part. Of it. I, I this is what I'm saying. So then there's this play that's been playing at the Radigan called Isabella Ascendant, which is like about this, like it's a period piece about this woman who has to choose between like for love or for money. Uh-huh. And, Max decides, actually, I'm going to turn this into like a dance show and Mike, you're going to choreograph it. So that's what he's been hired to do. And she's doing this to get back at her ex-husband, I guess. Yes. Yeah. It seems like it seems like she's doing it for both reasons. She's doing it because she wants to do something for herself, but also secretly kind of to get back at her ex-husband and do something like somewhere between Getty's attention and spite him and blah, blah, blah. So they hire a series of dancers. They hire this like guy from Italy on Instagram. They hire a bunch of street uh, performers, like the people who break dance outside. There's a great sequence, I thought, which is like just people auditioning in front of Mike and Max. Um, that's great of them just all like stripping <laughs> and like doing. I thought that was great. Yes, yes. Um, so they hire these dancers. And then the lead actress from the play comes during a rehearsal and is like, I would actually like to be part of the show. You you like fired me, but you said I can still get paid. But what if I'm just in the show? And they're like, uh-huh. okay. You can be in the show. And then I feel like, so during this part of the movie where like they've hired the dancers, there's, so like Max kisses Mike in the car one night when she's too drunk. It's like after a night out with the old friends and it's really awkward. And this is Mm -hmm. where the divorce stuff comes up where like, she'll never, she just has to sort of like play it cool and not ruin his reputation and she'll be fine or whatever. And at the same time, they're also like kind of having this, like as a producer and the choreographer, like they're having this, like, Mike thinks he knows what should happen in the play. And also like Max is like, no, actually as a woman, like you're not using the full state. Like they have some, like they don't fight, but they're certainly like disagreeing creatively on the show. Yeah. And then also there's like tension that they're in love, but they decided once he got hired that like, that he's not hired to like sleep with her and they're not going to sleep together. And actually like they don't, they're not. It's like a stipulation that they both put on the arrangement. Yes. So that happens. Max, there's a big part of this movie that's also about how as Max is like fixing the Radigan to put on like this show, this male dancing show that there are like regular government regulations that, that her husband is like putting in place to stop the Uh show from happening, to avoid ruining the Radigan's reputation and the show is going to get shut down. And they never, I think really, I guess they probably do fix this. The stage is like slightly too high or whatever. I guess they that do was probably, annoying. Like, this was it. so annoying to me I that they it. never went into that because they made such a big deal out of it. And all they had to do was add a quick line to be like, I'm glad we stayed late mm-hmm. and shaved two inches off the stage or whatever the hell yeah. they would have had to do. Yeah. So then there's this like reveal that essentially like in the separation agreement, if she does anything to ruin the reputation of the Radigan, she will lose all of her right, like basically like full prenup situation. Like he'll get all his money. She doesn't get anything. Yeah. And so if it goes, if the show goes ahead, almost certainly because it's like a lot of it is like male stripping, Mm -hmm. then, then she will lose all of her money. She like storms off and it seems like Mike goes ahead with the show anyway. 
Is that the implication? That's the implication. Right? Yeah, she's like, I. She runs away. He tries to like. She's he like, it's got to shut interest. Yes. And he's like, and this was all after the kiss. And she was like, I'm not crazy. What do you think I'm crazy? Uh, I do really good time. It's uh, really good. It's really good. I was doing it. I was yelling it in the streets. <laughs> what does what does her daughter, her daughter calls her something where she starts projects, but refuses to finish them. So oh, calls her. Uh, yeah, I can't um, remember. But so when she's like storming uh, off, she's like, we have to shut it down. Like the show can't go on. Like we're good. Like it's not worth it. And he's uh, like, see, you are yeah, the, the non-finisher or whatever. She, she's Whatever. the living embodiment of that Mad Men line. He only likes the beginnings of yeah, things. That's right. Um, so she she like leaves in the rain, and then in again this I think this is the exact moment where actually I really I like the movie from from here on out, which is he says I need a ballet dancer and a plumber and a plumber, yeah, because yeah. he he got stuck in the rain outside talking to her, and yeah. he's like, ah, I can yeah. use this for the show. Yes. So then he just puts on the show. Uh, she gets invited. Uh, the like butler. We can talk about the butler later. Uh, and the daughter come. We uh, have to talk about yeah, the butler. Yeah, we got to talk about the butler. Um, so they come. The valet. I think it's the valet. valet. So they watch the show. It's like a great show. You know, it's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. the women and even it's incredible it's an incredible yeah. show great yeah it's great great <laughs> dancing um and then he he does one last dance where he performs in the it's like it, this dance is awesome actually yes it's this like, was the most so you think yeah. you can dance of all the moments so him and the ballet dancer like kind of like recreating the kiss outside in the rain but also it's like again it's another sex scene with everyone has their clothes on mm -hmm. like full on like as sexual as it can get uh -huh. like mike and this woman like on the stage in the rain she's a ballet dancer he's a male stripper it's pretty great then they all sing pony i think all the men sing pony uh and then mike goes up to her and she's like i don't care that i lost all my money i love you this is great he jokingly is like oh you don't have any money and he <laughs> you want he it's leaves actually hilarious yeah. And then he comes back and they kiss and they dance on stage. And that's, that's the movie. Yes. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, um, yeah. We have to talk about uh victor first and then we yeah, will get victor to first yeah. victor who is really just haikubot if you don't know haikubot it is a thing that exists uh-huh. in discords uh-huh. and anytime you happen to write i believe yeah. it's 17 Excellent. syllables yeah it turns it into a haiku mm-hmm. he notices that mike writes max a note and he's like, oh, it's a haiku. I was like, no wonder I like Victor so much. He's he's like mm-hmm. haiku bot became a human. Anyway, yeah. I'm I love haiku bot. So I was very happy when Victor turned out to be him. Um and Victor's like the he's the he's I guess the valet, right? He's like the family butler and he he knows Max, uh Salma Hayek's character the best. And he calls her on her bullshit kind of, and he kind of helps uh Mike. Uh, understand her specific brand of crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's great. He's, you know, he doesn't overstay his welcome. He's one of the characters that is just like working really well. Um, yes, I would agree. I think he's very fun in here. Mm-hmm. So, so, okay. So it does actually sound like I like the movie when I do, when I do the recap, but, <laughs> but I really, I really, I really, what I, as I said, I really only like it once we get to like, uh, the, the the everybody's purpose everybody's like motivation to do this thing is so unclear is murky um, at best that's right it's so <laughs> unclear like it's like only once i've like written it out can i be like you know and even the thing like i you know i'm like simplifying it to be like and i feel like foolishly like oh she she's doing it to get back at her husband you're like well no there's also this like she has this desire to like make something up for like I, like that's definitely in there i feel like it could be like more like in terms of this movie trying to be about female empowerment and like like the the thing that's like missing, I think for me is that like she actually doesn't like help. Like she does come up with the show, but then also she she does decide to bail on it and Mike like finishes it and puts it together. And so like I don't know. I wish there was like a little bit more, even from her. She is absolutely the best part of the movie. She's so fun. Again, that review of like just her bossing people around. Like she's so bossy. I love it. I think it's hilarious. It's great. Mike, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's like his thing in the movie. He hates vegetables. And he's just going to get paid. I I will say I cackled very loudly when they're at a fancy restaurant and he manages to sniff his vegetables from his plate in a way that is not obvious to everyone else. It was just very funny. What I appreciate off of a piece of bread, I believe. (laughs) That's right. Mm -hmm. In one of our early scenes, Mm -hmm. what I appreciated about this is going to sound so stupid. I will just hedge. Um, It was almost like, the way boyhood you get like some emotional mileage out of the fact that the people look older and the fact that they are in some ways the same and in some ways different. Mm -hmm. It's just so stupid because all they did was film this movie years later after (laughs) the third one. So like, I'm not saying it was intentional, but Uh what I'm saying is I enjoyed, I enjoyed Channing Tatum, uh, apostrophe S like, performance and how he was trying to just be like a quote-unquote mature version of this person but to be clear his character even from the outset Mm -hmm. uh, i would say is pretty bare like even in like the first and second movie the point is he's like 
He has a great body. He's a great dancer. And in fairness to him, also, the dancing, even in the beginning, the, you described the first dance where he, like, gives Selma Hayek that dance. Mm-hmm. It's There's something about, like, these moments, sometimes in movies, it feels like it doesn't feel good to watch it because it feels forced. Mm-hmm. It feels um, just not authentic. And his dancing is so authentic. Like the mm-hmm. way it's almost like I can't even, I'm, he did this. Like he I was wasn't witnessing, he, right. The whole magic mic is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, I think the, yeah. The origin of the story is like, he used to do it. So it only, it only makes it that much more uh, of a thing mm-hmm. um, that he, in real, like, of course, he would be a good dancer in real life, but to see how good he is, and he only dances, I believe, twice in this movie three, if you count like one time where he's trying to like show the other dancers that he's directing oh, yeah. how to do a mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. but it's really just this opening dance and then mm-hmm. the super amazing uh water dance that you referenced earlier. It's it just never stops being impressive. The amount I of agree. skill, the amount of technical skill that I'm talking about. Like, yes, he is, and I can objectively say it, I can admit it. Like he is he's a very sensual dancer. He looks amazing, but it is the te- like the technical skill that it takes to actually do some of these moves and make mm-hmm. them look so effortless mm-hmm. is always impressive when he does it. So much so mm-hmm. that like later on in the movie, it is very realistic when one of the other dancers tries to do a similar thing and it's like no, what you have to do it yeah. like this. You have to connect, yeah. and you see the difference so much. You're like, holy shit! They do- he's like, like connecting. Yeah, Soderbergh is like he did the Oceans movies, and he's a very like process guy. And part of like where I think like the process stuff didn't work is mostly in the play. Like, why is it the play? What is it about the play that like what this like? They definitely say it that like oh she has to choose between love and money, and that's like uh-huh. those are not the only options in the world, and why can't she have both and whatever? But I do feel like if the end of the movie is like this twist on the play, I wish they did a little bit better job at like explaining how they were going to like do it. And like, there's something about turning the play into the dance show. Cause that's the other part of the, it's a surprise for people. They're going to like recreate the first scene and then, and then like, you know, then it changes. And so that's like the piece to me, because I do feel like the scenes where like the, cause like Soderbergh is this process guy of like showing you how we're going to do this thing. And then, and then we'll show you it. We'll we'll do it. Um, like oceans, the oceans movies are like, here's how we're gonna do the heist, right. and then we're gonna do, and then we do the heist. That's and then what there's those like movies a twist. Are. Yeah, maybe right. Yeah, and then something happens, right? So, the the stuff about dance, we're like, yeah, where Mike is, like, you know, we see like this the in terms of like processy movies where like we watch somebody do a dance and Mike's like, no, 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 like you're not quite getting it. Let me show you. And then he does it. And then in the show, we see like, they actually have three people do this scene because this is like the take that Selma Hayek has it. Like you're not, you, someone Hayek, but no, you're not using the full stage. Right. And so they use the full stage and, and, and whatever. Um, and that's like that also for me, there's also that moment where like the three women, including one of the government officials who tried to shut them down. Edna, is, Edna. Yeah, Edna, Edna is, uh, is partaking in the show. That to me, like that stuff, the like, dancey stuff works really well it's the stuff where it's like about her husband but it's not really about her husband and like we're we're changing the play and here's why the play is like important to him and important to to, now max that's the part i didn't like speaking of the father here is here is where now i now we have to get to the to the bad stuff Uh because i think we've spent quite enough time already talking about the positive stuff for a movie that we were 
Yeah. But I, yeah. it sounds like I liked it slightly better than you, but you know, yeah. it's certainly not on my top 10. Yeah. Um, the daughter, Max is Salma Hayek's character's daughter, uh-huh. Uh-huh. who is named Zadie. Uh, Zadie. Zadie. Yes. Which, uh, just to hear <laughs> Zadie, like it's so funny to hear Salma Hayek try to say okay. the name of the actor because okay, can is I, she saying Zadie? Is she saying can I, Zadie? Can I tell you that Salma, Salma Hayek Pano was not going to be in this movie? Do you know who was going to be in this movie? Uh, Sandy Scarlett Johansson? And, who, who, uh, no, <laughs> she played the... She played the water. She played the water. <laughs> I was trying to think of something from the movie. Um, Sandy Newton was cast in this role, oh, which makes more sense in terms of wow. it being a British actress. They clearly really didn't change oh the script that much. God. And I actually don't think they really need to their credit. I think that you can just like sub one for one. I think that that's like pretty like, you know, you know, whatever it's fine. I actually think that like some like, like hilarious, uh, some guy, Pano kind of has this funny thing where like, this is her husband is just this rich. Guy. <laughs> he is just this like very, very rich, like a uh, very rich person. So she kind of just is like, playing a version of herself if she wasn't uh, an actress. So that's kind of funny. Yes. Um, yeah. There's an element in her performance too, where it's just like, sometimes it's like, she's in a different movie. I and mean, again, I love yeah. Sama Hayek and I was incredibly entertained. Again, probably one of the only people in my theater who was laughing at some of her stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I laughed at her, but 90% of the time I was laughing with her or along with her. Um, yeah, so I'm not sure why Thandi Newton had to drop out, Jeez. but Thandi Newton did have to drop out. Salma Hayek, sometimes I was like, wow, she's really playing up this like craziness in a way. Like I mentioned before, some of these moments and move, uh, like movie acts are so quiet and yeah. just every day in a way that feels so strange for, for a movie and more importantly, a franchise that is basically all about being loud and in your face. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, they were trying something different. But let's go back to Zadie, played by, I was trying to find her. Camila George. Camila George. Mm -hmm. Bless this child, I guess, for trying to do anything with this character. This was, for me, the biggest misstep in the entire movie. Not that she exists, although maybe Salma Hayek shouldn't have had a kid with this person that she's not crazy about. Mm -hmm. Salma Hayek's character, to be clear. But there's a VO element to the movie that is there from the very beginning before you know that it's actually Zadie's like VO because by oh, yeah. the end she's like writing a story. It couldn't right. matter any less. The reason I'm glossing over it is because it couldn't matter any less, but I have to bring it up because this again for me was like the biggest problem with the movie. There's a scene like it's very serious. Her VO, she's writing like a very serious story about basically it ends up being like Zadie basically writes a fictionalized version of the story of like Mike and her mom, Max's love kind of, in her, or she draws inspiration from it. And she like has the, the, the video is like, sorry, is it about like the power of dance, right? I, Isn't that what it is? It's like I cultures not, use dance to, you know, yes, that's true. You know, I was about to say, yeah. I could not care less, but yes, I'm remembering now. Yeah. She somewhat like her mother, but way more so. And in a way that should make her mother proud that she's her own, that her child is like her own person. Zadie is in a completely different movie with the exception of like the times where she's literally at the show watching the magic Mike show. Mm-hmm. What is this child doing? Like there was a scene. <laughs> I This was one of those times that I cackled at the movie. Uh-huh. There's a scene where like, she's doing her VO yeah. and like, 
Max and Mike are standing outside. And then they just cut to the camera pans over to Zadie and she's like staring at them out the window, but not just staring at them, like staring at them in a very creepy, like I might kill them kind of way. This was bizarre. Her all, most of her choices, her lines, like, yes, she's doing just a teenage child of divorce or separation. Mm -hmm. Like that Mm -hmm. part of it I think, is working or is at least relatable, but Man, I really thought that this did not work at all. This character, and beget, be, again, because she's doing the VO for the movie, which also, confoundingly, they only use like five or six or seven times throughout the whole movie. It's not that consistent. It kind of seems like a thing that they added after the fact or was a remnant from like a previous plan that they then kind of got away from. But this character of this child was like laughably bad and was the worst part of the movie for me personally so i for me that's just an extension of the problem with with max's motivation a little bit and like her and 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 mr radigan i don't remember his name that like because there's it's not super clear like there's this thing about that like max starts things but doesn't finish them that like clearly zadie has this like role in she's the one who like references it to to mike um when when he like wakes up the next one he's like at least max is charming and i guess that's maybe a sound like thing and Mm -hmm. i'm not necessarily knocking uh the actress who played zadie jamelia george i I believe she wasn't given all that much to do Mm -hmm. but it just feels like tonally like what this is not these people are not the same but it's almost like she's she ends up just being there instead of being like caught in the middle between this like this this whole situation of like her parents yeah. are fighting yeah. uh over their over their wealth and like you know Max's desire like I almost think that like you know the fact that she isn't like she's writing a novel and all this stuff like I think there could be could have been some interesting stuff with like her kind of like appreciation for what Isabella Ascendant was and maybe even like kind of against that the show and then and then to like see what the show is and it like makes her mom happy and what like there's I think so much just more that I to me they just don't they don't give her enough and because there's not enough flesh that like if she's a supporting character there's not anything to support uh if that if that makes sense so that's that's no, my problem I mean I, in terms of yeah yeah in terms of like other Things that don't work in terms of like the the cast. I think one of the most fun things with the first two Magic Mike movies is the supporting cast is like Matt Bomber and and Joe Manganiello, uh, Kevin Nash to an extent, and uh, and and they're just not, they're not in the movie. And then there's no they like try to do the thing where like like I like the scene, I like the audition scene, I like the Italian guy seems great. So in the in the but like uh. they're just <laughs> there. So. The, their dancing is really good, but like it's only that I'm just watching good dancers, which I don't necessarily need to go to the movies to to do. I, I would ju- I could just go watch a dance show. Right, right? you can just so, watch old clips of so you think you can dance on YouTube. <laughs> that's right. So I feel like, and that's part of my critique of the. I, I thought that the piece with the with the the actress who like got fired and comes back and like wants to be in the show, like mm-hmm. that stuff, like for whatever part of the movie it plays, like worked for me. Yeah, I agree. But then the rest of the dancers who we watch at least 
two, three dance scenes with them. We don't know these people. They don't, I don't have emotional investment. Like the Mike scene, I do have emotional investment. He's like, do you know, a little weird that he's like doing it with the ballet dance. It's like, but that actually just pretend that that's you, Max. Just pretend this is you. Um, whatever. It's great dance scene. And I'm emotionally invested in like the character and what that moment means. I don't really have that with any of the other dancings from the end, even though I think it's, a, I think it's good. I think it's like entertaining, but it's not like, it's not doing anything more for me than it was, than it's good. Like it's very, you know, so I feel like that was a piece that was, that was missing. And I almost feel like if the movie wanted to be more about female, because that's like what they're selling. Like, did you get, did you get a welcome to the movie by uh, Selma and Mike? Did you, or uh, Jan no. Tatum? Yeah. 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 They, they, was they, he dancing? Me. Was he dancing? No. It almost oh. seemed like he did not want to do it. Well, um, then I don't care. <laughs> Selma <laughs> was very excited to do it. Um, uh, and they high five like at the end, Channing Tatum was like, I think that, I think that's good. I think we did it. And they high five, <laughs> but uh, this is the classic, like, uh, go to theaters and you can get an intro from the people in the movie. Cause nobody's going to movies anymore. Um, they should probably advertise that that is happening or else. How do you know? So she says, she's like, yeah, and there's a woman in this one, which there are women in the other ones. Uh, also tremendous shout out for Channing Tatum for his last two movies to be with, uh, older women. Uh, uh, to be the love interest of uh, um, yes. of Sandra Bullock and uh, Salma Khan Kapoor, uh, tremendous, good work. Yes, normalize that in movies. No, that's for sure, great. I agree with that. Yeah, uh, and that comes through. Again, that's one of those things where it's coming through like a little bit seems like Channing Tatum in real life, like that kind of thing being important to him mm -hmm. um, for whatever that matters. Like we're not changing the world, but also we're not not changing the world because we're putting out a movie that a lot of people are going to see and we're normalizing things. So we fully support that. And to that point, and you had mentioned this a little bit beforehand, we get that dance like the first two movies are super broy all about guys dancing in this movie not only do we get a story that's about like a woman trying and salma hayek's character trying to reclaim her power reclaim her personality through like using sensual men dancing but then you actually get as we keep saying this like water dance between uh mike's character and this female dancer that he hires and it is very much like whereas all the other movie or the other two movies and all the other dances in this movie involve like men being powerful. This is not just a woman being powerful with a man. It's them being equals in a way that I think is super intentional. And like these two dancers are going to be just as impressive as each other. I love, I again, choreographed dance. Like this, this movie has a lot of like people moving at the same time. Literally, that is just the definition of choreography. But like, it is so visually appealing to me to watch people all moving seamlessly together. But in the in the aforementioned dance with the woman that he has the rain dance. It really is so cool and beautiful to see them dancing as equals, like I said, and her be just that like Mike in this universe has basically been established as the best dancer in the world, like for all intents and purposes. And for her to be at his, a woman who whose name we don't even or we are introduced to her, but we got like her first name, like, hey, this is so and so. And like, that's kind of it. Um, I thought was really cool. Like, again, mm -hmm. it's not like let's cure like the patriarchy, but it is like it's noteworthy because they chose to do it and they chose their platform to like showcase it. So I think it's it's super cool. I maybe would have liked also the play to get like wrapped up if that's the point. I mean, I guess the point of the play is like. 
I don't need to choose Those between these two were men. Telling me a story, Grace. <laughs> I don't need to choose between these two men. I can just watch men dance all the time, and I'll yes. just do that for um, for my evening. I guess that's fine. Yes. That's fine. Um, it's fine. I mean, yeah. I just think that, like, to be fair, I think that this movie has. I will for sure, one hundred percent, not forget the dance, the first dance scene, the like house, like yes. I'm gonna pay you money dancing, and mm -hmm. the rain dance. Uh, yes. I'm I will not forget either of those two dance sequences. They'll be like ve they're very memorable to me. I can see the like you're gonna forget the uh the flash mob white swan bus dance um, where they where they surprise Edna and like the, sw the like the big bird comes out at the end of it oh, when yeah. they're on the bus. Clearly, oh, yeah. you, you will. No, I do forget that. I did forget <laughs> that that happened. They, yes, they uh, they convince Edna to make a change to the policy by dancing, sed seductively dancing on a bus. Um, they just had to. It's very convenient that she was the only person on the bus. Other, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Every everything like leading up, like again, I feel like the first two acts, like I just don't really understand or get it, and don't think it like it doesn't have a lot of like weight to it, and I'm not understanding people's motivation, and I'm like actively a little bit confused and then i get to watch some pretty good dancing at the end i'm like okay that's fine you know all right fine yeah cool you did it that's pretty good yeah the dancing um, was great if you like dancing maybe you will <laughs> like this movie that's my that's my updated recommendation <laughs> maybe you will but if you like um, dancing you should, you should probably like grace said only watch like the last just third wait for this these scenes to be on youtube and you can just watch them that's true yeah. you can just yeah. watch I agree yeah. with that. Maybe though they're not safe for work though. They're, they're, Some they're of them pretty, are very not. They're pretty they're pretty sexual. Yeah. Um all right, I think that's our coverage of of Magic Mike the Last Dance. A little unfortunate. I feel like it goes out on a whimper. I feel like there was a lot of potential here because the first one is very good, second one's very good. This one that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, I think for sure the sec my personal quick ranking, the second one is the best easily. Then the first one Mm -hmm. than this one but i actually think that this one is more interesting than the first one but interesting in the overall way of holy crap i can't believe i just watched some of those things those things mm -hmm. and the first one is like just a, a movie that that works overall for the, most the first one kind of hit on something that like it was kind of like weird that it was hap like you know a little bit like ooh, it's like scandalous like you know yeah for uh, the time yeah yeah yeah, yeah which is like that's weird because it's like 2015 but like whatever uh you know uh it's like okay no that 2015 sorry that's magic my xsl uh 2012 uh which still like it's not like, over 10 years ago but yeah um i yeah the first one is doing i i think like it's very like interesting that it gets made it's like about this like you know culture that i don't think like gets a lot of like representation and you know in male strippers it, it comes on like about the matthew mcconaughey like renaissance uh a moment too which i think does a lot for it and then two is so fun. I think I agree that I think I like two more than one. Um, oh, yeah. Even yeah. if I think that one might be the better film, I think two is more fun, if that makes sense. And that sounds like such a, that sounds so. Two is definitely the biggest film. I think the I like such a, sound like, sound like such a snob. Like, yeah. I, I, two is, is more fun, but it's not a bit of film. Uh, mm. Honestly, mm. it's not mine. Mm. Uh, it's not cinema, you know? But um, Cinema. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, I think the second one is the biggest film, and thus, thus the XXL uh, subtitle. Uh, yeah. Very, very appropriate. Yeah. Um, okay, that's our coverage, I think, of Magic Mike, The Last Dance. A very interesting week here. I think we are going to look to try to do our best. If, if we uh, aren't able to get to it, apologies, but I think we are going to try to cover the 25th anniversary, the re-release 
of Titanic. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited as we are recording. I'm about 45 minutes away from going to see Titanic for the first time ever in theaters. I did not grow up in a town that had a movie theater. I did not see this movie um, in theaters. I watched it as we all did in 2000, which was on two VHSs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited to see it in theaters for the first time ever in my life. So we'll do that. And then, of course, Ant-Man, Quantumania. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Is that the official title? That's I believe, title. yeah, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp, colon, Quantumania. Sorry. Eventually. Ooh, there's a colon in it? There might be. Mm. They're, they're, mm. They love doing the colons for the, uh, yeah. for the sequels. But yes, we so, will be covering yeah. uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, relatively soon. Yeah. By next week. Yeah, by there early next be, week, and be an if it's and 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 there will be uh, everything is super coverage, I believe, on uh, on Ant Man uh, and the Wasp: Colon Quantumania um, as as well. So uh, you'll get your your fill of uh, of Marvel movie. I'm hearing good things about this movie, uh, Ariel. So, I am cautiously yeah. optimistic. Yeah, it does feel like I think uh, with uh, with the villain who's in this movie, it does feel like potentially they are actually going to get back on track in terms of like things feeling coherent. I think is like and important and important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, Ariel, what else do you get going on? Oh my God, you're making me watch this Titanic movie seven times <laughs> before we can cover it. You're like, it's seven or nothing. Celine Dion deserves nothing. I'm like, she's not even in the movie. She's over the credits. Mm -hmm. Um. I no, I was very excited similarly to watch uh, Titanic in theaters because I had never seen it in theaters either. And I actually hated it when I was a kid. I was like, that movie's dumb. I don't like Leonardo DiCaprio because everyone thinks he's hot. But oh, well, look how far we've come. Uh, I am covering Dark with you yes. and DM Philly, even though we were off last week because of sickness and disease. Yes. Uh, we are back on track this week. Uh, still early goings. First season, full spoilers on that show. Be careful. Yeah. Uh, covering Poker Face, also with you, Grace, here on yes. Poker Recaps. Super fun. So far, probably my favorite show of the year. I can't think of anything else that's topped it yet. I mean, it's very mm -hmm. early in the year. It's um, very fun. Yeah. It's super, way, way more fun than I thought it would be. And I'm having such a blast talking about it. Uh, and covering Celine Dion movies with you every week here. Every week we cover a Celine Dion movie. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, covering The Last of Us with uh, with Mike on the recap, Taryn on Video Game Club, covering Mayfair Witches with Philly. That show is not good. Uh, so that's been pretty fun to talk about it with uh, Philly for an hour. It makes, every me, week. it makes me want to watch it more now. Every every week we like, we're we try, again, that thing I was having at the beginning of being like, I don't, it's not objectively bad. I'm just not enjoying it, you know, and just like try. And then slowly the veneer is breaking. We're like, is this just not good? It's is this not good? Slow, yeah. Uh, yeah. Damn it. What's the thing? Not just decay. What's the, what the thing when you like fall down? It doesn't matter. Descend. Yeah. Slow descend, descend into madness. Slow descend into madness. Yeah. Only two episodes left of that show. Uh, RJP game night on uh, Monday, February 20th. We'll be playing Sushi Go um uh with a with a fun crew uh, i can announce most of the crew uh ali lasher is gonna come play finally accepted my invitation to come play i was gonna say uh, now she can no longer say that she has yeah, yeah. Uh, uh maggie morgan is going to play uh kevin uh, mclean from uh um uh, kevin and nigel fam uh and uh and and marianne from survivor 42 
is going to come play. So wow. it should be very fun. Big board game fan, Marianne, um, was actively mad that Omar agreed to play uh, uh, Ticket to uh, Ticket to Ride last month, but would not play with her. So yeah, I've looped to Marianne to come play. So that should be very fun. I'm on Twitter at Hi from Grace for anything else I'm doing. I'll retweet it out. And we'll be back uh, later with uh, maybe some Titanic coverage, certainly some Ant-Man coverage. Um, until then, I'm Grace, that's Ariel, and this is Pressure. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.